Greetings, family. Welcome to Faith to Faith Daily Devotional with Candidate and Gloria Copeland. KCM.org, please pay them tributes. Today, the 17th of April, excuse me, no offense, take no offense by Kenny Copeland. 1 John 2.10 says, He that loveth his brother abided in the light, and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. I'm Fernando, your instructor, and welcome. I give you a spiritual hug, if that's possible. I, I give you spiritual love. I put my hands on your ears and your eyes. I bless your forehead with my hand. I imagine I say, be blessed, be made whole. Let there be prosperity from the east, the west, the north, the south, from up above, from down under. May the cheerfulness and the blessedness of the Lord be upon you. That's a skill and a wisdom before you in Jesus' name. Be blessed in the Lord. Amen. I just imagine that. Imagine my hand on your forehead and imagine that you're receiving it and feel the warmth in your forehead coming out of my hand and I'm blessing you. We are in the same molecules. A molecule of gratitude responds to a molecule of gratitude. I love you. Please relax and only believe. And usually miracles happen when we believe. Now let's talk a little bit about the light. He that loveth his brother abided in the light. The light is the source of, of life for us. His loving kindness is better than life. And we're talking about his loving kindness is the light that we are seeking. There is no occasion of us stumbling when we are in him because the light abided in us. 1 John 2.10. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's teaching. Lord, we need your help. Please instruct us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord God. Be our instructor and take us, Lord, to a gratitude of level that we may stop and see and see grace upon grace on this earth and see you work in today's world, Lord. We thank you for the good and sustaining the children, the widows. We bless them. Thank you for sustaining and giving strength to the, the people that keep the economy growing, Lord, and going and moving. Bless them, Lord, as they help to feed the people and produce grain and food for the people. Lord, we bless those farmers and on the and, and the economy. We ask in Jesus' name, Amen. Folks, without the economy running smoothly, we have no means of support. So, love on them. They're doing the best they can, and they need our prayers. All right, Kenneth Copeland goes on to say about he that loveth his brother abided in the light, and there is no occasion of stumbling in him. Okay, whenever you find yourself stumbling into failure or sin, check your love life. Sit down with the Lord, sit in the grass, put your feet on the grass, and hum and ask him to show you if you're in strife with anyone, and get a pen, paper, and get ready to write down list after list after list. If you have taken offense too, or if you're in strife with God himself and yourself, your own self, write it down. 
You, if you have, the devil can come in and trip you up. The devil may be inside you, and he is a judgmental creature. As a preacher, I've seen that happen countless times, says Kenneth Copeland. I'll be preaching about something, and some believer will get upset with me about it. He'll decide I'm wrong and go off on a huff. And the first thing you know, he is in trouble. Mark 4, 17 tells us the devil uses those kind of offenses to steal the word from our hearts. He causes us to get crosswise with each other. Then he's able to pull the plug right out of us and drain the word like water from a bucket. Don't ever let that happen to you. If you hear a preacher or another believer saying something that rubs you the wrong way and you catch yourself getting offended, say, Oh no, no you don't. You're not stealing the word out of me. You lying devil, get, get out of here in Jesus' name. Then get right down on your knees and repent before God. Worship him and thank him that you are his child. Search the word and listen to the spirit within you and find out what you should do. If you still feel that what that person said to you was wrong or you keep condemning yourself, Start praising and praying Psalm 23 for him and for yourself for about 15 days. Amen. And don't forget the Jabez prayer. Oh, that you would bless my enemy indeed and enlarge his territory. Let your hand will be upon him and that you will keep him from evil. That nothing evil shall happen unto him and his family. And God heard our prayer. 1 Chronicles 4.10. Pray for him. Pray for yourself for 24 days or whatever, 24 hours a day for 24 days. That should do it. And it'll never be a problem again. You'll be in God's favor. Amen. Kenny Copeland says, Remember, taking offense never comes from God. He says we're to be rooted and grounded in love. So reject those feelings of offense and hatred. Give yourself to that person in love and in prayer. Relax. Be in the light as he is in light. You'll be able to walk right on through that situation without ever stumbling. And stumbling is flying off the handle, getting bad luck, attracting bad luck to yourself. You'll be able to walk right on and deal with any situation that takes courage to confront somebody that something's wrong. It will be fixed. Praise God about it. Pray in tongues. Glorify God. And God will reduce it to palatable situations where you can take in. You can take care of that offense in Jesus' name. One of the hardest things for us to do is to confront somebody for something ugly. But we can do it. We're believers. Let's go ahead and read 1 John 2, 1 through 11. The Amplified Bible. Thank you so much for coming on here today. Excited that you're here. This is, is changing our lives for the best. 1 John chapter 2. My children. My little children, I write these things so that you may not violate God's law and sin. But if anyone should sin, we have an advocate 
one who will intercede for us with the Father. It is Jesus Christ, the all-righteous, upright, just, who conforms to the Father's will in every purpose, thought, and action. And he, that same Jesus himself, is the propitiation, the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not for us only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And this is how we may discern daily by experience that we are coming to know him, to perceive, recognize, understand, and become better acquainted with him if we keep, bear in mind, observe, practice his teachings, precepts, and commandments. Whoever says, I know him, I perceive, recognize, understand, and I'm acquainted with him, but fails to keep and obey his commands, his teachings, is a liar, and the truth of the gospel is not in him. But he who keeps treasures his word, who bears in mind his precepts, who observes his message in its entirety, truly in him the love and for God has been perfected. The love of and for God has been perfected, completed, reach its maturity. By this we perceive, know, recognize to be sure that we are in Him. <laughs> I see the doves are looking inside of my window and looking at me. I think they're, the doves are waiting for my bread. Whoever says he abides in Him as a personal depth to walk and conduct himself in the same way in which he walked and conducted himself. Whoever says he abides in him as a personal debt, come on guys, grateful upon grateful, we walk in conduct in the same way in which he walked and conducted himself. Okay, In other words, as Jesus is, so are we. Beloved, I am writing you no new commandment, but an old commandment which, which you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the message which you have heard the doctrine of salvation through Christ. Yes, I am writing you a new commandment, which is true, is realized in him and in you, because the darkness, moral blindness, is clearing away in the true light. The revelation of God in Christ is already shining. Whoever says he is in the light and yet hates his brother, Christian, born-again, child of God, his father, child of God, his father, is in darkness even until now. Whoever loves his brother, believer, abides, lives in the light, and in it or in him, there is no occasion for stumbling or cause for error or sin. But he who hates, detests, despises his brother in Christ, is in darkness and walking, living in the dark. He is strained and does not perceive or know where he is going because he's strained. Because the darkness has blinded his eyes. I am writing to you, little children, because for his name's sake, your sins are forgiven, pardoned through his name, on account of confessing his name. I am writing to you, fathers, because you have come to know, recognize, be aware of, and understand him who has existed from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men and women, because you have been victorious over the wicked one through Christ Jesus. I write to you because you have come to know, recognize, and be aware of the Father. 
I write to you, dads, because you have come to know, recognize, be conscious of, and understand him who has existed from the beginning. I write to you, young ones, because you are strong and vigorous, and the word of God is always abiding in your hearts, and you have been victorious over the wicked one. Do not love or cherish the world or the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the craving for sensual gratification, and the lust of the eyes, greedy longings of the mind, and the pride of life, assurance in one's own resources or in the stability of earthly things, these do not come from the Father, but are from the world itself. And the world passes away and disappears, and with it the forbidden cravings, the passionate desires, the lust of it. But he who does the will of God and carries out his purposes in his life abides, remains forever. It is the last time, hour, the end of this age, children. And as you have heard that the Antichrist, he who opposes Christ in this in the guise of Christ, is coming even now. Many Antichrists have risen which confirms our belief that it is the final end time. But they went out from, a, from our number, but they did not really belong to us, for if they had been of us, they would have remained with us, but they withdrew, that it might be plain that they are not of us. But you have been anointed by, you hold a sacred appointment from, you have been given an unction from the Holy One, and you know all things, the truth, or you know all things. I write to you not because you are ignorant and do not perceive and know the truth, but because you do perceive and know it. And know positively that nothing false, no deception, no lie is of the truth. Who is such a liar as he who denies that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah? He is the Antichrist, the antagonist of Christ, who habitually denies and refuses to acknowledge the Father and the Son. No one who habitually denies, disowns the Son, even has the Father. Whoever confesses, acknowledges, and has the Son has the Father also. As for you, keep in your hearts what you have heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the, the first dwells and remains in you, then you will dwell in the Son and in the Father always. And this is what he himself has promised us, the life, the eternal life. I write this to you with reference to those who would deceive you, seduce and lead you astray. But as for you, the anointing, the sacred appointment, the unction which you receive from him abides permanently in you. So then you have no need that anyone should instruct you but just as his anointing teaches you concerning everything and is true and is now falsehood. So you must abide, live in, never depart from him, being rooted in him, knit to him, just as his anointing has taught you to do. And now, little children, abide, live, remain permanently in him so that when he is made visible, we may have and enjoy perfected confidence. Boldness, assurance, and not be ashamed and shrink from him at his coming. If you know, perceive, and are sure that he, Christ, is absolutely righteous, conforming to the Father's will and purpose, thought, and action, you may also know and be sure that everyone who does righteously and is therefore a like manner conformed to the divine will 
is born begotten of him God. Amen. That was from the Lockman Foundation, the Amplified Bible. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for coming on today. But before you go, let's read a few Psalms that take us grace upon grace. We'll start with Psalm 17. A prayer of David. Hear the right, my righteous cause. O Lord, listen to my shrill, piercing cry. Give ear to my prayer that comes from unfeigned and guiltless, guileless lips. Let my senses of vindication come from you. May your eyes behold the things that are just and upright. You have proved my heart. You have visited me in the night. You have tried me and found nothing, no evil purpose in me. I have purpose that my mouth shall not transgress. Concerning the works of men, by the word of your lips, I have avoided the ways of violence, the path of the destroyer. My steps have held closely to your paths, to the tracks of the one who has gone on before. My feet have not slipped. I have called upon you, O God, for you will hear me, incline your ear to me, and hear my speech. Show your marvelous loving kindness, O you who save by your right hand those who trust and take refuge in you from those who rise up against them. Keep and guard me as the pupil of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked who despoil and oppress me, my daily adversaries who surround me. They are enclosed in their own prosperity and have shut up their hearts to pity with their mouth they make exuberant claims and proudly and arrogantly speak. They track us down in each step we take. Now they surround us. They set their eyes to cast us to the ground. Like a lion, greedy and eager to tear his prey, and as a young lion lurking in hidden places. Arise, O Lord, confront and forestall them, cast them down. Deliver my life from the wicked by your sword. From men by your hand. O Lord, from men of this world, these poor moths of the night, whose portion in life is idle in vain. Their bellies are filled with your hidden treasure, what you have stored up. Their children are saturated and they leave the rest of their wealth to their babes. As for me, I will continue beholding your face in righteousness, right just, rightness, justice, and right standing with you, righteousness. I shall be fully satisfied when I awake to find myself beholding your form and having sweet communion with you. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for coming on here. Just a few more psalms. Oh, clap your hands, Psalm 47, a sound of praise. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout to God with the voice of triumph, songs of joy. For the Lord Most High excites terror, awe, and dread. He is a great king over all the earth. He subdues people under us and nations under our feet. He chose our inheritance for us, the glory and pride of Jacob, whom he loves. God has ascended amid shouting. The Lord 
with the sound of a trumpet. Did you hear that? God has ascended amid shouting to us. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our King. Sing praises for God is the King of all the earth. Sing praises in a skillful song and with understanding. God reigns over the nations. God sits upon his holy throne. The princes and nobles of the people are gathered together, a united people for the God of Abraham, for the shields of the earth belong to God. He is highly exalted. Now we go to Psalm 107. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy and loving kindness endures forever. Let the redeem of the Lord say so, whom he has delivered from the hand of the adversary, and gather them out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the sea, Red Sea in the south. Some wandered in the wilderness in a solitary desert track. They found no city for habitation. Hungry and thirsty, they fainted. Their lives were near to being extinguished. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distress. He led them forth by the straight and right way that they might go to a city where they could establish their homes. Oh, that men would praise and confess to the Lord for his goodness and loving kindness and his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with good. Some sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, being bound in affliction and in irons because they had rebelled against the words of God and spurned the counsel of the Most High. Therefore he bowed down their hearts with hard labor. They stumbled and fell down, and there was none to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distress. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and broke apart the bonds that held them. Oh, that men would praise and confess to the Lord for his goodness and loving kindness and his wonderful works to the children of men. For he has broken the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron apart. Some are fools made ill because of the way of their transgressions and afflicted because of their iniquities. They loathe every kind of food, and they draw near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. He sent forth his word and heals them and rescues them from the pit and destruction. All them would men praise and confess to the Lord for his goodness and loving kindness and his wonderful works to the children of men. And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and rehearse his deeds with shouts of joy and singing. Some go down to the sea and travel over it in ships to do business in great waters. These see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commands and raises up the stormy wind which lifts up the waves of the sea. Those aboard mount up to the heavens, they go down again to the deeps their courage melts away because of their plight. They reel to and fro and stagger like drunken men and are at their wits' ends 
and all their wisdom has come to nothing. Then they cry to the Lord in their trouble, and he brings them out of their distress. Then they cry to the Lord in their trouble. I thank God I'm a misfit, and he brings them out of their distresses. He hushes the storm to a calm and to a gentle whisper so that the waves of the sea are still. Then the men are glad because of the calm, and he brings them to their desired haven. Oh, that men would praise and confess to the Lord for his goodness and loving kindness, his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them exalt him also in the congregation of the people and praise him in the company of the elders. He turns rivers into a wilderness, water springs into a thirsty ground, a fruitful land in a barren salt waste because of the wickedness of those who dwell in it. a fruitful land into a barren salt waste because of the wickedness of those who dwell in it. Sodom and Gomorrah. He turns a wilderness into a pool of water and a dry ground into water springs. Israel. And there he makes the hungry to dwell that they may prepare a city for habitation and sows fields and plants vineyards which yields fruit of increase. He blesses them also so they are multiplied greatly and allows not their cattle to decrease. When they are diminished and bowed down through oppression, trouble, and sorrow, he pours contempts upon princes and causes them to wander in waste places where there is no road. Yet he raises the poor and needy from affliction and makes their families like a flock. The oppressed shall see it and be glad, but all iniquity shall shut his mouth. Who is wise? Is there be any truly wise out there will observe and heed these things, and they will diligently consider the mercy and loving kindness of the Lord? Amen. Do you take off your shoes and sit in the grass and see grace upon grace upon grace? All we have is a drop in the bucket of God's grace. His ocean is waiting for the asking. An ocean of grace, an ocean of wisdom, an ocean of loving kindness and tender mercies. Let us get our fill, folks. Thank you for coming to today's Bible College. I certainly enjoyed the beauty of the Amplified Bible. And thank you to kcm.org. Patronage them, please, and pray for them. I pray for you, and I hope you pray for me. And I can feel your prayers. Happy, joyous, and free. Thank you so much for your prayers and the abundance of mercy and kindness. Let's pray. Our Father, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back. Our Bible studies are working, folks. I love you.